Hello, Gateway Church. My name is Oyu. Um, I've been asked to do a short talk on radical discipleship, and I chose Peter as an example. I've always identified with Peter because he speaks out his thoughts without always thinking things through. Like me, Peter is loyal, as evidenced by his relationship to Jesus. He was one of Jesus' inner circle of friends. Another trait I share with Peter is a willingness to try new things. An example is Peter's walk on water. Peter was one of the first disciples who went to Jesus in John 1, 35 to 43. Peter obeyed Jesus' call to leave his job as a fisherman and to fish for men. Um, in Matthew 4, 18 to 21. Nevertheless, Peter struggled to understand what Jesus was about. And one example of this is when Jesus is surrounded by Roman soldiers in the Garden of Gethsemane and Peter's way of keeping his word in Matthew 26, 33 and 35 that he would never desert Jesus was to draw his sword, attacking the high priest servant Marcus and cutting off his ear in, in John 18, 10. Peter is rebuked by Jesus in John 18, 11. However, this rebuke may have caused confused Peter, especially when Jesus was arrested, and possibly caused Peter's denial of Jesus, but we don't know for sure. Perhaps disillusioned, possibly disappointed, Peter returns to fishing after Jesus' crucifixion. After his resurrection, Jesus calls Peter a second time to follow him in John 21, 18-19, quote, The truth is, when you were young, you tied your own belt and went where you wanted. But when you're old, you will put out your hands and someone else will tie your belt. They'll lead you where you don't want to go. Jesus said this to show how Peter would die to give glory to God. Then he said to Peter, follow me. From here, it becomes clear that radical discipleship is equal to radical obedience or obedience at any cost, as was mentioned a few weeks ago. Jesus clarifies this in John 14, verses 15, 21, and 23, that if we really love him, Jesus, we will obey his commands. Peter was clearly warned that if he were to continue to follow Jesus, he would be killed. And yet, there is a marked difference in the Peter we met in the Gospels and the one in the Acts of the Apostles. After the Holy Spirit is poured out onto the remaining disciples, the timid Peter becomes a bold preacher who says in Acts 5.29, when confronted by the same religious leaders he was scared of, quote, we must obey God instead of people, referring to them. Peter fulfills a prophecy of Christ to become the rock on which Christ would build his church. The early part of the Acts of the Apostles is full of Peter's actions as he is filled and led by the Holy Spirit to preach sermons and bring supernatural healings that shock and lead many to salvation. Peter appeared unsure of his faith and calling after the crucifixion, but in his letters, first and second Peter, he refers to the transfiguration recorded originally in Matthew 17 and Mark 9 verse 1, and how much confidence the experience gave him about the truth of God's word. 2 Peter 1 16 to 23. Peter emphasizes that as disciples of Christ, we must leave behind ungodly things and live holy lives because God is holy and impartial. He will reward everyone according to their works. How to apply this? So Titus 2, 11 and 12, quote, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us, 
that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly lives in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearance of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because of the hope of eternal life, Peter calls us to live to please God alone. This is in 1 Peter 1, to treasure God's word above all else in 2 Peter 1. That means we are just ourselves and our thinking when our behavior is different to what the Bible says. To obey God's word, not just listen to it in James 1, 23, Matthew 7, 24-29. To seek God daily for wisdom in every area of our lives. James 1, 5-6. To recognize that our bodies are God's temples and treat them as such. 1 Corinthians 6, 19. To treat marriage and sex with respect. Hebrews, 1, Hebrews 13, 4. We should not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 5.18 Evaluation. There's just four points here for that. In the light of this talk, that's number one, our recommended response is to find a quiet place to pray or talk to God. Number two, ask God's Holy Spirit to search you and shine his light on areas of your life that are not open to him. Number three, Ask God's Holy Spirit to forgive you for anything you have done or are doing that hurts or grieves him. Ephesians 4.30 Thank God for doing this. And then if you have not yet given your life to Christ, then this may be a good time to do that. You, you need to invite the Lord Jesus Christ to be Lord of your life. So you too can become a radical disciple. Tell the Lord Jesus you are sorry for doing things your own way and not being mindful of him as almighty God who created you and sent Christ Jesus to take the punishment for every bad thing you have done that has displeased God. Tell him if you are sincere to clean you up from every bad thing you have done or thought. Ask God to fill you with his Holy Spirit. Thank him for doing all of the above. Next, Speak to an elder of Gateway Church or let the church office know so that you can be supported to grow as a disciple. This is just the beginning of the journey. So thank you for listening. God bless and shalom to you. Bye.